morning from the high desert. Kenny Young is coming right up. Boy, are you about to get a treat. To talk with Art Bell in the Kingdom of Nye from outside the U.S. First, dial your access number to the USA. Then, 800-893-0903. If you're a first-time caller, call Art at 702-727-1222. From east of the Rockies, 1-800-825-5033. West of the Rockies, including Montana, Wyoming, Colorado, and New Mexico, call Art at 1-800-618-8255. Or call Art on the wild card line at area code 702 727-1295. This is Coast to Coast AM from the Kingdom of Nye. Seems appropriate for what we're about to do. Kenny Young is coming up. He's 32 years old, a musician, a writer, a photographer, and video production specialist from Cincinnati, Ohio which happens to be the home of my parent company, JCOR. I think. I'm not really sure who owns me anymore. It was Premier and JCOR. And now Clear Channel, I think, has purchased us. And maybe somebody else. I'm not really sure who owns me now. But they're out there somewhere, and some of them are in Cincinnati, I'm convinced. Employed at Telecommunications Board of uh, Northern Kentucky, Kenny Young schooled at Southern Ohio College and majored in audio-video production. His interests include astronomy, religion, and, he says, skepticism. Now, what does Kenny have? Kenny has the entire enchilada that you've never heard. Kenny somehow uh, got hold of the Trumbull County police tape of what occurred there. Remember that at the end of confirmation, those of you who saw it? This incredible sighting by police officers in Trumbull County and at the end, it was, of course, dismissed by a skeptic, just like that, as a star. It was a star, he said. And I think when you're through hearing what really happened, the whole thing, uh, you will get a good chuckle out of what the skeptic had to say at the end. Uh, Kenny, though, says he is himself a skeptic. We'll find out about that. There is one little... A Darwin-like thing that I have once again done, and I kind of hurt myself. Not kind of, I did. I don't know if you can see it. It's here on my lip. Actually, not my lip. It's on my inner lip. No, you're never going to be able to see that. It was last night after I got off the air. As you know, last night we inaugurated video streaming. The G2 system of Intel and Broadcast.com in partnership, bringing you actual moving video of this radio program. That's right. You can go up there and to my website, download the G2 player. It's free, and then come back after you have the player and uh, click on streaming video, and then you get to see me here moving in actual motion 
as much as, as I can muster, <laughs> doing the radio show. And you also get the audio. It is astounding technology. And, of course, depending on the speed of your connection, um, you will see uh, what I regard as astoundingly good video. Astoundingly. And we are disseminating this to thousands of you. And it's all free. It's a grand experiment. Enjoy it while you may, because the news is the Federal Communications Commission... And by the way, I'm trying to interview the commissioner of the FCC. I've got a request in for a number of reasons I'll tell you about. Uh, we would ask him, of course, about that. But the commissioner, while, while I'm, I've got the thought here, the commissioner has proposed low-power FM, and the radio industry is going absolutely crazy. And I happen to agree with the FCC commissioner on this one, and I would like to have him on the air to talk about it. So if you are a friend of the FCC commissioner, tell him Art Bell really, really, really wants to talk to him and give him some help with a grassroots movement, because otherwise it's going to get squished. Now, the other item I would like to ask him about is the per-minute charge on the Internet, because they are preparing, I was told by CNN, to start charging you per minute to be on the Internet, even though you're making a local call. And one last time, I want to go back and I want to read you my little bumper sticker, if I can find it, and then I'll tell you about my latest Darwin adventure. Every normal man, this is H.L. Mencken, every normal man must be tempted at times to spit on his hands, hoist the black flag, and begin slitting throats. End quote. I agree with that one. Well, okay, so I, we finished last night's program. Pretty tense stuff, right? Because I'm doing this for the first time with moving video. And I decide that I'm going to occupy my mind by fixing an amplifier, working on an amplifier. So I got the amplifier out and got it all opened up, and I was looking at it, trying to figure out what could possibly be wrong. And I reached up to the ashtray and grabbed my cigarette and smoked the wrong end. Put the lit end of the cigarette into my mouth. What happened was um, the audible portion of that, had you been here, would have sounded like... The What followed then, of course, could not be aired, and today I still have a big red mark on the inside of my lip. This is serious Darwin Award stuff. Why would they give somebody like this a radio program? I'm going to be on uh, Larry King Live next Friday, a week from uh, today, as a matter of fact. And maybe I'll pose that question. Why the hell would they give somebody like me a radio, radio program anyway? I step into clear air and nearly kill myself. At one point a couple of years ago, I glued my, my lips together, and now, if I sound strange to you, it's because I took a great big long draw on the wrong end of a cigarette. Pathetic. Really, really, really pathetic. And by the way, you cannot put a Band-Aid there. You know, it's on the inside. God, it hurts. All right, here is Kenny Young. Kenny, hi. Hello, Art. How are you? 
Pretty good. Thank you're, you. You're in Cincinnati. Yes, sir. Kenny, why in the world, how in the world, I, I mean, you have investigated, um, obviously, other cases. In fact, you might want to run over a few of those. What, what kind of work have you done? And, and would you honestly, no, let me ask this first. Are you really a skeptic? Well, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm a skeptic. I, um, I'm, I'm very cautious about a lot of the, um, the material that's out there. Um, I've looked at a number of cases, and in, in looking at quite a few of them from this area, from Ohio, um, Kentucky, and Indiana. Yes. It, you know, there's some of them that are uh, pretty easily explainable. Um, in cases, in some cases, they're not so easy to explain, but it is, it's yeah, like, they're explainable. Yeah, it's kind of like the reports we had from Peter Davenport, um, which were quite accurate um, about an object that was streaking up and was seen with a bright, very specific uh, tail of flame on it. Turned out to be a rocket launch from Vandenberg at 2:30. The sightings we had were at 2:34 in Southern California, and so what they saw was what they described. They thought they called it a UFO. It is now simply an IFU, a IFO, identified flying object. Right, right. So there is reason to be skeptical. But with regard to what happened in Trumbull County, you've heard the whole thing, and we haven't yet. We're about to. Are you skeptical? They had a skeptic on confirmation, and I know you know about confirmation. You saw it, right? Oh, sure. I was on it, right. You were, you were actually on it. Yeah, yeah. That, that, the, the gentleman that was um, giving his explanation for the event. The star. Well, you know, that's, it, it sounds ludicrous. Yes, we, it, it We does. all pretty much recognize that uh, when he comes on, on NBC and, and announces that this is all due to stars or twinkling stars, and we look back at what happened with the officer and his, and his patrol cruiser that shut down, and, and we'll hear this on the tape coming up, by the way. We, we don't really think that he's, you know, looking at this um, quite honestly. There's reason, however, we can go into the story. We can see where he's coming from with that. But, but I do have a problem, yeah, with what he's saying there. Can we? In other words, a star could hover over your patrol car, slam a giant light down on it, cause your engine to go out, and then when the star twinkles in some other prescribed manner, your your car starts back up again. Well, here's what I want to do. I want to try to maybe get into this and look exactly at, at this particular account uh, and see where he's coming from with the star um, uh, explanation that he's advanced. Um, and I want to show why that in this case there's, a, there's serious problems with that explanation. No kidding. <laughs> okay. uh, all right, listen. Um, first of all, I want to know where you got this tape? Well, this this uh, whole event started from, uh, it was more or less uh, something that I kind of blundered upon. I was looking into another case, and this was a UFO um, report from uh, Liberty, Ohio, is what it was called, um, that a researcher by the name of Leonard Stringfield from oh, here yes. in Cincinnati. I know the name. He reported on in one of his um, um, status reports, I believe, and the report said something like uh, a lime green ball of light seen overhead smashes into ground uh, chief of police witnesses and according to how the story went from that point a clandestine recovery team from Wright-Patterson Air Force Base supposedly came out and retrieved some kind of object hmm. 
So I was, uh, you know, uh, just fishing around through some of these uh, these uh, reports of uh, Leonard Stringfields, and I saw this one. And I said, well, hey, you know, this is something maybe we can follow up on. So, um, so in other words, one case led to another. Well, here's how. Um, I, I called directory assistance to get the, the telephone number for the Liberty Police Department. Right. Um, the the operator that was helping me out with the call actually gave me a wrong phone number. She gave me the wrong Liberty, Ohio. And uh, instead of giving me the Liberty Police Department, which was located actually near Dayton, uh, I was given the phone number to Liberty Township. You're uh, kidding. A department that was actually in northern Ohio near Youngstown. I didn't know this. <laughs> I had no idea this was a wrong number. So I called the department. Yes. And I said, well, you know, uh, I'm calling about a UFO sighting. I know this is going to sound crazy, but I'm actually investigating some details about a UFO sighting. Oh, oh, that was two years ago was the response I got. And uh, so I just started taking notes. And, of course, I didn't know I had a wrong number. And uh, as I started uh, uh, gathering uh, these details... Uh, I saw a picture emerging that was not what I had initially, you know, set out to look into. But Gee of course, whiz, Kenny. You know, this is how some of the greatest scientific discoveries of mankind have been made by total accident. Well, you know, Art, it was like a two, it was like a two week time period when I was actually making these phone calls before I totally realized that this was a separate account altogether. Two weeks you Two were on weeks. this? Two weeks. I had talked to I had talked to maybe about a dozen people. In other words, and finally you... I said, this is not right. I said, now, <laughs> how come I don't have the details here like I, I set out to gather? In other words, you were getting an entirely different story than exactly. the one you thought you were investigating, but you went on investigating for two weeks. Well, and maybe, then, now then, I don't feel then, so bad now smoking the wrong side of a cigarette. <laughs> and then <laughs> I, I, I looked at this and I said, well, you know, this is not the same case. And then right then I knew that there was, you know, there was something rotten in Denmark, so to speak. And uh, or at that Ohio. point, I kind of, I, I kind of set the uh, the original report aside, and I started, uh, I, you know, doing some hardcore uh, research into what was being reported here. Well, all right, let us begin by asking this: What occurred in Trumbull, Trumbull County? You just said at the time you were investigating was two years prior, right? Right. Well, so where was the press on what happened in Trumbull County originally? They were there. I didn't the press see it. was there. The I press didn't... was the press was on top of the story, but but interestingly enough, which which makes this story quite interesting, they didn't report it. Ha uh ha! -huh. Well, that, and, that, that 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 accounts for my not hearing it. Well, we're gonna hear we're gonna hear on the tape. Oh, I understand. Uh, uh, reporters, but you're are... you're you're saying that um, mainstream type reporters were there. They covered the story and didn't report it. We're go we're gonna hear a Youngstown uh, area. Uh, television station, which is a channel 33 right. in Youngstown, a reporter uh, that's in the newsroom. And in some cases, I think this is pretty widespread where they have police scanners in newsrooms and radio stations and so forth. Absolutely. Where they listen to this and they're going to start hearing this and they're going to call in and that's even going to be reflected here on the 911 tape. Oh, the you're calls kidding. In. Oh, you're kidding. So he was well aware of the story, and it, and you're, you're telling me it, it, they never aired anything about it. Exactly. And that's what makes this story pretty interesting. <laughs> it sure does. And, and, and regrettably, Art, you know, I, I, re, I realized that the confirmation piece didn't probably have a lot of time. That's right. They did. This would have been a real compelling part of the story is, is to make note of the uh, 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 the societal factors involved in keeping 
uh, the story from the public. Kenny, did you call that television station? Did you follow up at all? Oh, sure, sure. And did you ask them, hey, guys, gals, why didn't you report that which you investigated? Right, right. What did they say? Well, it's kind of like you're, uh, you know, not, not a runaround, but just basically a fudging out of, of the issue. Well, you know, we, we were off the next day, and, and really there was nothing to follow up on, and, uh, you know, nothing ever came of it. What? And that's usually the... That many sightings by police officers and others, and nothing, no story? What? <laughs> there you go. Oh, Kenny, come on. <laughs> come on. Uh, if it was even half as dramatic as was depicted on confirmation, then how could they? And, and they heard all this, right? You said they had a scanner. Right, right. You know, it, it baffles me. I, I'm, I, I can sit here and scratch my head over it, you know, and, and try to wonder. Uh, if it were me, you know, in that in the newsroom or in the capacity to uh, to write a news story, of course I'd have the inclination to... To, to follow up on it, you know. Maybe, that, may, there, maybe, maybe that's why you're not employed by a television station, possible. Kenny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, you still haven't answered my question. And my question was, how did you get these tapes? Well, based upon, uh, when I, I, I blundered upon the story back in 96. And uh, that's where I followed up on it. And from what I could gather... Uh, I had some remarkable details uh, of, a, of a, a saucer, a flying saucer mm -hmm. uh, with structure that rotated as if it were on an axis. Mm -hmm. I, I took all of this, uh, this data, I compiled it into a report, and I posted it on the Internet on my website. Um, and it sat there for about two years, basically, as a report. And um, I get a kind uh, f uh, email from a gentleman who is actually with the Trumbull County 911 Center. And he uh, he sends me an email uh, last year to tell me that he saw my report on the Internet. And he said, uh, oh, were... uh, well, let me interrupt you. Sorry. You said website, and I suddenly looked down and realized you do have a website. Sure. I I'll tell you what. I don't think we have a link to it yet. Uh, yeah, I think they, I think Mr. Rowland uh, does. Keith does have it up. Oh, good for Keith. He's ahead of me because I forgot to tell him about this. So, uh, excellent. Uh, prepare for a little bit of uh, uh, bandwidth cost because a lot of people are going to go see your website. You think your uh, site can handle it, or will it well, crash? I guess we'll, f I will find out. Here yeah, we'll tonight. find, we'll find out. All right. So, now back to where did you get the tapes? Well, I, I, I get an email, and, and a gentleman tells me, he says, uh, we read your report on the Internet. We, we work here at the 911 Center. We've never heard of this. We were, we were fascinated by this, and we looked into it, and, yes, this really did happen. Oh. And, he, and they, they conducted, uh, uh, this gentleman, plus I think another gentleman, conducted a little inquiry of acting as private citizens. At the department, and, uh, you're, you're talking to... now about people at the department or at uh, the 911 center. The 911 center. The 911 center. And, and they conducted a little inquiry, and, and they were able to retrieve something I was never able to get back in the '96 phase of the in, uh, investigation. What was that? A date, a date of the event, and that's what I, I, I was, I sought after. What was the date of the event? December 14th, '94. December 14th of 1994. All right, Kenny, hold on. We'll get right back to you. Now, I think we're leading up to Kenny telling us that 
somebody in the 911 dispatch center sent him the tapes, but you never know. So we'll finish that up, and, and pretty soon we're going to get to playing these tapes for you, the entire, almost totally uncensored hour and some odd minutes. We'll be right back. Coast to Coast AM with Art Bell. From east of the Rockies, call Art at 1-800-825-5033. West of the Rockies, including Montana, Wyoming, Colorado, and New Mexico, at 1-800-618-8255. First-time callers may reach Art at area code 702-727-1222. And you may fax Art at area code 702-727-8499. Please limit your faxes to one or two pages. This is Coast to Coast AM with Art Bell. Now again, here's Art. In a moment, we're going to find out if Kenny is the one who provided NBC with the tapes that you're about to hear. Somehow, Kenny got his hands on them. We are about to find out if uh, I was judging his story correctly. It sounds like someone in the 911 center sent him the tapes, which is in itself uh, sort of in a, as Stan Friedman would say, in a, a, a gray basket uh, to do such a thing. But he's got them, and you're going to hear them, because I'm going to let them be played. <sighs> trouble we get in, huh? I get in a lot of trouble all the time. But that, too, is okay. Okay, here we go again, Kenny. You're back on the air. And we're warming up to how you got these tapes. Okay. Well, um, the, um, like I was saying, the gentleman there that uh, saw the report on the Internet uh, sent me a little letter in the mail mm-hmm. saying they'd retrieved the date. And how they did this was quite interesting. They um, apparently, um, uh, as a as a joke or something at the 911 center or as a friendly thing that they do at the uh, at the center, they uh, clip out little uh, articles of the, in a newspaper and make little false headlines. And they may have done this like every now and then, like if a story came up or something, where they uh, clip out little... Um, uh, letters out of a newspaper. They assemble them together and makes a funny little headline, and they maybe file it away somewhere. You mean like a ransom note? There you go. Yeah, where you'd cut he- uh, little words out of a paper and put, uh, string them together, demanding right. ransom, right? So, so when they began to check around there, and they they would ask uh, their associates and the coworkers, uh, "How about that UFO incident? When did that happen? Do you recall it?" You know, uh, I guess the, the one thing led to another, and finally they found uh, the date by a, a silly little gag uh, a headline that someone had cut out and left around somewhere. You sent me a copy of it. I've got it. Well, actually, what um, 
what you've got there is something that I received when they sent me the tape, and I thought that was a real interesting, a, a musical when, thing. When they sent you the tape. Exactly. So I, I got an email that said, check your mailbox. Right. Uh, something is on its way, and I was... Uh, I kept my eyes on the mailbox for for a day or two, and then, uh, uh, you know, there it was. The tape came, and I listened to it, and it just, I was thunderstruck by what I heard. And this little uh, joke headline that they put together, uh, people in 911 centers, I used to do it myself have, at, at the right time. They've got a lot of time in their hands, and then, of course, it gets frantic. But you do have moments. And so they pasted this thing together out of headlines, which came with a tape that says what, Kenny? Well, uh, the one I'd received, uh, I don't, I don't think it was the same one they had there because the one that they had had a date that uh, was a, they were able to look at the date on the newspaper that they okay. flipped it out from. The one I have, and I think I sent it to Keith there for uh, if he, if he posted it, I don't know um, on your site because I didn't have any way to do that here. But it's a page that says, "For the record, get ready for hot stuff. Be prepared for an alien star watch coming to our area as Trumbull County Police attempts high-speed chase of a UFO, and you have the 911 tape. And you have the 911 tape. So this is no doubt some little goodie they prepared for you when they sent the tape. Exactly. Exhibiting their usual habits of putting together cutesy little headlines. So here you are. In your mailbox, it arrives. Are you certain, can you be certain, Kenny, that somebody in the 911 center w would be the person who sent it to you? Oh, yes. And, in fact, um, the, gentleman, the gentleman put his name on the email, and I did verify this. I called the 911 center, and I spoke. Very professional people, very courteous and very nice. And uh, it's thanks to them that we have this information. And I think that uh, I think they saw the, the, the need to bring this, uh, to bring the details of this forward. My God, honesty in in, a, in an agency type in a police department. Um, what what a refreshing concept. Well, yeah, the the, <laughs> the people that actually uh, worked, they worked several weekends in a row to put this tape together, and uh, we'll we'll get into some of that I think as we as we can listen to the tape and how it was recorded. Um, it, it did take a lot of effort. Well, then my brothers and sisters at the 911 Center there in Trumbull County deserve my thanks and your thanks and everybody's thanks for getting this out. Exactly. That was uh, actually a rather heroic thing for them to do. Three cheers for them. That's and even still, uh, Art, it was very courageous for the people that have uh, participated in the confirmation piece to go on camera. Well, this was going to be my next question. Yes, it was courageous to go on camera, but... I've got to ask, where did NBC obtain their copy of the audio that was used? Was that from you, or did they go back to the 911 center? Well, actually, um, I believe after I posted some of this information on the Internet, uh, a gentleman, uh, CNI news editor Michael Lindemann. I know Michael, yes. Uh, great guy. He uh, posted... Um, I think on the CNI News, an article about this. I see. Next thing I know, I get an email from a gentleman, Starling Price. He's the producer of oh, Confirmation. Of so, Confirmation. Uh, and, so, and so the fact of the matter is, NBC got it from you. Right. Whew. All right. How did you feel about um, giving it to NBC? Uh, were you happy to do it, looking forward to 
how it might change people's minds or affect their thinking on the subject, or what was your thinking about? Yeah, I, I, I was kind of uh, excited that, um, that this case would receive maybe some uh, attention. Um, you know, I, of course, I didn't know of, uh, of the confirmation program and, you know, of what the other content of the show would be. Of course. You, you never do. Uh, even if you're on the shows, Kenny, I can tell you that rarely do you understand what the content is going to be until you see the final product. Um, when you saw it, since uh, you saw it, give us your opinion on on confirmation in general. I'd, I'd be very interested, since you were on it, since you were part of it. What do you think? Well, you know, like I, my hat's off to the uh, the producers and uh, and for for getting these uh, courageous police officers to go on camera. That was really a effort, a feat right there. Um, as far as the rest of the program, you know, I'm, I've got my uh, my feelings about the uh, the abduction scenario, and uh, I'm not really too uh, too much into that. Um, I, I, I have some skepticism about that as well, but yeah. it's an event that has not occurred to me, so I can't really speak. Right. But, you know, it, it was kind of lumped in there, and, and well, so be it. I, I guess that's just the nature of the beast. You know, we, we kind of have to deal with that. Well, I interviewed the producer of that program uh, on the night prior to its airing, and he told me on the air, Kenny, that he thought that the final segment, the Trumbull County segment, was the most important the most impressive part of the entire program. I would have to say that runs kind of hand-in-hand hand with the implant business with Dr. Lear. But Trumbull County was awesome. Well, I, I got a great, I got a tremendous response after the program aired, uh, a great reaction to the piece. And so people contacted you by email or on your website or whatever? Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, uh, and, and in fact, uh, I guess I can, if I could, just let me give that out real quickly here. Well, we you can, but we do have a link. Everybody probably is up on my site, so you okay. can you can just go down to Kenny's name and click on it, or Kenny, it's go the right at UFO at, Research Cincinnati website. UFO, that's in capitals. UFO Research Cincinnati is the name of the website. Right, but what I'm saying is, when you go to enter it uh, into your web browser. Okay. You have listed it here as UFO, capital letters, capital R, and then lowercase research. Yeah. Well, actually, the URL address is home.fuse.net forward slash UFO. That's home.fuse.net forward slash UFO. Exactly. All right. That's what I really needed to know. Okay. So you'll get lots of traffic on your website, I'm sure. Um, let's see, what else do I need to know before we begin playing this tape? Oh, um, your personal reaction when the uh, when the skeptic came on at the end and said, "'Twas a star." Hmm. Yeah, how about that? Well, <laughs> you know, I, I want to see the science involved in, in drawing this conclusion. I have some concerns about uh, possibly that the... the the gentleman that made his comments, um, I, I want to know the breakdown of his investigations. I want to see if he's, uh, if he's taking the time to uh, maybe contact some witnesses involved. You know, it, it's one thing to, uh, to, to go about quoting some uh, investigator's handbook and talking about how, how the twinkling of stars and, and the, you know, it can cause this common misperception. But, um, but how much science was involved in his, in his determination? 
Yeah, they probably have a chapter in their little handbook about how to debunk even the most obvious and real cases of UFO or saucer sightings. When, when we get into the uh, when we get into the details of this, we're going to see that the um, the this twinkling star scenario is viable here. Be, not, not not in every case, but as things later progress, um, I can see where that explanation can can be uh, you know. Well, all right. about maybe, or something, that, but... that will be then as a result of your audio tapes, because it sure as hell wasn't the result of confirmation. Now, in confirmation, if you weren't if you weren't laughing uh, when you heard the fellow uh, talk about the star as an explanation, then you weren't watching, you weren't listening. Right. Well, he, here's the here's the thing that that I'm kind of concerned, and this is this is what interests me is the uh, mm. the uh, skeptic mentality. And I, and I kind of have this myself, but but I, at least I would like to see some honesty here. Uh, to to apply this explanation, you would have to delete uh, data that's involved in the case. You would have to ignore key detail. You'd have to delete data. You'd ha you'd have to go in there and and shape the case and conform it to your own uh, explanation. And that's not what we want to do. We don't want to go. We want to be objective in our approach, and we want to look at this in a, and use science behind our um, uh, intent to apply an explanation. And if we can't do it, then, then doggone it, let's just call it the way it is and say, well, this is something unusual, this is unexplained right now. But, you know, with his explanation of twinkling stars, I think there's a little bit to be desired there. I see. You're being very kind. But you are a fellow skeptic. At times. <laughs> I have my days. You have your days. All right. Well, then, let us, um, why don't we begin, what the hell, at give them a little teaser here before the top of the hour and uh, and, and begin. Uh, so you have gone out and you have purchased a unique little mechanism to allow this to be played on the air, and we hope it's going to sound okay. We we'll hope it works. It's a technical situation here on this end of the phone, but... Uh... What I'll do is I'll play, uh, uh, the, the, I guess from the beginning here, well, I'll just set the stage real briefly, uh, a number of uh, calls from people in the area uh, uh, have began calling the 911 center to report a UFO mm -hmm. that's uh, hovering low over homes. Hovering. Um, so um, at this point, we'll just go ahead and pick it up as the tapes begin. All right, here we go. Dispatch, may I help you? Yeah, did you hear any reports or any objects in the air about 15 minutes ago? Mm, you know, somebody called in, but I'm not, in, I really don't know what that would be. Yeah, I mean, it was very strange. Okay. Looks like a back end of a, like one of them fighter planes, you know, like the plane coming out the back. Okay, was it just like moving at a slow rate of speed? It wasn't a slow it was a fast way, but it was coming down. It was coming down? Yeah. Like straight down or at an angle? Like an angle. At an angle? Yeah. Okay. It was a real big one, you know, in the back. Okay. Alright, I'll tell you what, we'll check with the air base in Vienna and see if they have any report of anything in the area. Yeah, okay, thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Right. six. Samson Drive. Have you noticed anything? 
Uh, she was really getting carried away with herself there, wasn't she? Oh, sure, but that's part of the uh, that's part of the enjoyment of hearing the. Tape. Oh, it really is. Uh, there are some difficult to hear areas. And what's happening, of course, is the audio has been recorded several times and is compressed anyway. So you've got to listen carefully, folks. But I got a lot out of that, Kenny. Okay. <laughs> that lady was really entertained, wasn't she? Great personality. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think as we go along here, we can maybe uh, take a little, take some notes about what we hear in this part. Uh, we're we're getting the picture that um, the 911 center is being alerted to a situation that's being called in by citizens in the area. Right. Now, twinkling stars. Um, yeah, some people could maybe mistake them for uh, for UFOs. Um, this is a you know it's kind of a stretch to think that you're going to get a lot of people in the area that's going to go out and see twinkling. There's one little problem here, Kenny. Um, if it was a twinkling of stars, then police departments all over the United States with clear skies should have been inundated with similar twinkling star calls. Well, yeah, yeah. The inference, I guess, the uh, the the theory goes that the uh, uh, there's a refraction of uh, of the atmosphere. The light is being refracted uh, through the atmosphere a certain way to cause certain colors. Um, in fact, there's a, a a case here from uh, from this area. Um, I was uh, actually in Claremont County traveling with a researcher, Charles Stewart. All right, listen, we're go you can pick up on that story okay. as we get back. Um, okay. But uh, I'm sorry. Twinkling in a certain way with the atmosphere just above Trumbull County? No, I don't think so. I don't think so, but you're going to hear it all tonight. I'm Art Bell. This is Coast to Coast AM. Kingdom of Nye. From east of the Rockies, dial 1-800-825-5033. West of the Rockies, including Montana, Wyoming, Colorado, and New Mexico, 1-800-618-8255. 
First-time callers may reach Art at area code 702-727-1222. And you may call Art on the wild card line at area code 702-727-1295. To reach Art from outside the U.S., first dial your access number to the USA. Then 800-893-0903. This is Coast to Coast AM from the Kingdom of Nye with Art Bell. And uh, back again to Kenny Young in Cincinnati. Kenny, you're back on the air again. Thanks a lot, Art. Okay. Um, so where do you want to pick this up now? Uh, well, you, you were commenting on their, their attitude at the beginning of this with the calls. Right, right. Before the break, I was just going to make brief uh, mention. Um, um, I was uh, traveling through Claremont County, Ohio, um, about maybe three years ago with a fellow researcher, Charles Stewart. And we were... Uh, looking into a UFO sighting in that area, and uh, while driving at night, we uh, we saw a star. But, uh, we, you know, when we first saw it, of course, we were kind of misled by this, and we stopped the car, and uh, we looked at it. Uh, so this, I, I'm saying this just to illustrate that uh, uh, stars can be misidentified. I'm guilty of that. I, I had that happen to me once. Me but too. Here's the, here's the catch, though. Me too. Here's the catch. We... It took us 30 seconds before we realized it was a star. Well, what you're actually seeing is an optical conclusion. In other words, as you as you fixate your stare at the star, Venus is a great example. Right. Uh, it appears to be going up or down or sideways. However, I too know what that is, and it's it doesn't take a great uh, intellect to discern that you are coming to an optical conclusion and you are seeing a star now. So we drew a conclusion within about 30 seconds. So, now, uh, contrast that with this case in which you have many people, yes. uh, police officers, yes. astute citizens. Are we uh, to assume, with the earlier explanation, Kenny, that the refracting atmosphere was hovering only over Trumbull County? Well, let's look at that real close, though. Uh, some of the citizen advisements that came in, a gentleman that called first, uh, that we heard, he said it looked like the back end of a fighter jet, flames coming out of it. Uh, yeah. uh, we're going to get into some more calls, I think, that, that will discuss uh, even even stranger details. Um, let's pick it up here at this part where right. the um, uh, the reporter from the station there in Youngstown, Ohio, oh, Channel 33, yes. catches wind of this. And uh, this is one of the oddities about the story is that this never came out. But uh, here we go with the uh, part where the reporter calls. Go, Kenny. That's yeah, I do. This is Stacy from 33. This is going to sound really dumb. I hear Liberty Police are in an area that I got a call about a little bit ago. Um, a woman called, claimed she saw something in the yeah. sky. Yeah, you called me a little while ago. Okay. Um, I hear they're out there and they've got another call. Yeah, we finally got one on it somewhere. Um, what the woman told me was... On Sanson Drive, like midway in the block, there's a vacant lot or something. I see. I know. Hold on, I'll let you talk to the Liberty Dispatcher. Okay. Howdy, Dispatch, we help you. Hi, dear. This is Stacy from 33. Hi, Stacy. How are you? I got one of your. <laughs> Did you really? This woman was almost. <laughs> 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 Sorry. 
<laughs> so you saw something. So you told me that the area was like Samson Drive. There's a vacant field midway through the block. You're telling me this too, but I mean, it's I mean, it's probably some weather balloon or something. You know what I mean? They're checking the area, but I really these UFO calls are getting out of hand. If it was, what the hell did they come to Liberty for? There's no intelligent life in Liberty. Come on. <laughs> We're telling everybody they're, they're, for, they're doing a sequel to this, uh, what's that new Star Trek movie, Generation Show. Louis <laughs> Green, no noise. No noise. It was low flying and took off. Oh, come on. Fifth Avenue. Are you serious? It's driving up Fifth Avenue Extension. Now, no, but.
This is just in now. Absolutely incredible. Now, before you launch, I want to launch. There are two things here as we consider the star scenario. Okay. Uh, number one, uh, flying saucer coming down Samson Drive. Mm-hmm. Now, you have seen a star twinkle. I have seen a star twinkle. At no time 
did I consider it coming down a street that I was on or adjacent to? How about you? Well, here we go. Now, this is where uh, I had some of the details from witness interviews back in 96, and I never, ever considered a star explanation for this based upon the uh, descriptive comments I received. That's why when I really started looking into this, I seriously considered a helicopter explanation. The other comment, 50 feet off the ground and large. Now, that's not a star. I'm sorry, Kenny. I can't, I can't even continue, at least based on what I've heard to now, right. to even uh, reasonably... Well, let's call, it, let's call it the way it is. The, you know, the, the star explanation is pretty well trounced right here. Trounced. It's stomped upon and laughed at. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, well, we'll hand that to you. We'll, we'll give you that. Uh, well, all right. I, I don't see how any reasonable person could conclude otherwise. Come on, coming down the street. That isn't the way you describe a star. At, at, at best case, you describe a, car, a star as a pulsating slightly moving up and down or sideways kind of thing, depending on your vision, but never, ever coming down the street. We're going to hear some more uh, descriptive details uh, upcoming that's also going to confound uh, the armchair theorist, I, 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 I want to say, that, uh, that uh, looks at this and tries to put a dismissive explanation like that uh, on the case. We're going to hear some details that will be uh, most intriguing, I think. All right, Kenny, stay right there. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to The Real Thing. This occurred in Trumbull County. What you're hearing is from the Trumbull County 911 Center, provided for us by Kenny Young, who also got it for NBC. But, of course, NBC was able only to air a very small portion of this. Then they brought this, trotted this fellow out, who said... It was a star. <laughs> My foot. There will be explicit language ahead, as there already has been. If there are children in the room, you don't want them to hear it. Then scuttle them out of the room. This is Coast to Coast AM. Kingdom of Nye from outside the U.S. First, dial your access number to the USA. Then, 800-893-0903. If you're a first-time caller, call Art at 702-727-1222. From east of the Rockies, 1-800-825-5033. West of the Rockies, including Montana, Wyoming, Colorado, and New Mexico, Call Art at 1-800-618-8255 or call Art on the wildcard line at area code 702-727-1295. This is Coast to Coast AM from the Kingdom of Nye. That's exactly what it is. My guest is Kenny Young. He's a UFO investigator slash researcher. 
the other way around. And what he has in his hands is hot as a firecracker. It is the entire, unabridged, with the exception of two F-words, I believe. Uh, the rest of the language stays in there, so be advised. There is language in what you're hearing. And it made sense to leave the bulk of it in. In fact, if I could have left the F-words in, I probably would have, but... I guess I only want to invite so much trouble. You'll have to imagine where they were. We did edit those out, but a lot of other language remains in there. We'll get back to it in a moment. Don't you move. Wow, look at that star coming down the street. Fifty feet high. A star, you know what a star is, right? A star is the sun. Looks like a little pinpoint of light out there, uh, except for our star, of course, which keeps us warm and does many other things. But look at that star. Fifty feet off the ground. <laughs> Kenny, welcome back. Thank you, Art. Where do we go from here? Well, let me uh, give, give a brief review of what we just heard. Um, uh, the officer was dispatched to the scene of, uh, of the disturbance there on the Samson uh, Drive vicinity. And he he briefly made reference. It's it's kind of hard to catch. He said, "CC, stop me!" And said the lights were uh, right above my house. That's right. I, I got some uh, additional details about that during my uh, interview uh, about two years ago with a gentleman. He said that he encountered an el elderly gentleman uh, that was wandering in the roadway. And in the, if you saw the confirmation piece, you would have caught this. It was the the person that was walking his dog. And he appeared in the headlights of the police car. Yes. As the, as the car was uh, en route to the scene, and so uh, this person told the officer that the the object he said was right above my house. Mm. And uh, and then he said the object then moved off down in a certain direction. So uh, um, from this point, uh, the um, dispatcher is going to contact the FAA tower operator at the uh, Youngstown uh, airport. Gee, finally beginning to sort of take this seriously. Okay, here we go. All right. from Liberty Township Police Department in Yeston, Ohio. We have a report of some flying object in our jurisdiction, in our area, uh, above the Samson Drive Fifth Avenue extension area. I could not give you any kind of uh, traffic, you know, direction that would help you know that area. Do you know of anything that should be in our airspace this time, close to the ground? Uh, right this now, is not a prank phone call, I swear. You can call me back uh, to verify. Look at the uh, radar scope, and uh, I go 60 miles diameter of Youngstown, and there is nothing out there. Oh, shit. Not even anything up high. We've got no five, five accounts, five calls in on this. Yeah. Something's flying in our area, and it's low to the ground. Would you be able to monitor, like, a Cessna or something with a light on it? Oh, well... Okay, 
so you have no communications with helicopters. It could be something like that. That could be helicopters. Uh, okay. uh, helicopters okay. All right, I'm, I'm buying this 100%. But are you, uh, you know, is that location anywhere near a hospital? We are close to a hospital, but the location is away from, it's as low as they said it was to the ground, it would be approximately five miles away from the hospital. Yeah. Um, we're closer to, that end of town is closer, like, out towards the Vienna line, uh-huh. Vienna Air Base area, and that's what I thought maybe it was related to. Yeah, we haven't had, uh, we haven't had anything uh, going on, uh, you know, nothing coming from that direction. Uh, okay. Uh, then I'm going to repeat, like, Oh, I 
I see. Yeah, I don't understand it. I thought it was rather flying saucers since it wasn't very far from the ground. Well, that's why she contacted them in case it was the news media in on that. Are they your partner? Did they call the news on that? Uh, I have no idea. Yeah, I call her in the stand if they did. But they think it might be from the air base. Right. That's like I said, the Liberty Dispatch is on the uh, phone right now speaking with the air base. They think that's where it's from. Yes. All right. Well, thank you. Okay, Bye-bye. the FAA administration and uh, warned they've advised nothing on the radar scope within a 60 mile radius of Youngstown they did advise they have no communication with any helicopters or any private owned vehicles air vehicles I'm going to be out of service. I'll be gathering my thoughts. Uh, copy gathering. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> yeah. These people had a serious sense of humor, didn't they? Well, here, here's what I'd like to do, if, right. if we could just briefly. Uh, let's look back here brief, briefly at the FAA tower operator. Okay. Can I give you my observations? Okay. All right. That lady was screaming uh, silently for that FAA guy to tell her, yeah, lady, look, um, it's a helicopter or it's a low-flying plane, and she couldn't make the guy say it. Well, here, here's what, just, just my observations from listening to this. Uh-huh. Uh, he asked no questions. <laughs> That's right. He, he really did not exhibit any curiosity about this. And shoot, you know, if something like this came up... Uh, if you were a tower operator, you'd, you'd be itching to get a little detail, wouldn't you? Absolutely, because you're sitting there watching normal air traffic, bored as hell. And, and think of this also. Now, this is just just uh, for our you know uh, interest here to, to surmise on, on this. Um, the FAA tower operator asked the dispatcher, how close is this to a hospital? And his, his reasoning for doing so would be maybe Hel to, helicopter. Assert, to assert, right, that there, this could be a life flight helicopter. Sure. 
Now, why would he ask this if he turned around and said he has nothing on radar? Uh, oh, that's a, that's a six, very good know, point. Usually, Jenny. helicopters are not necessarily equipped with stealth uh, technology. That's, you know? right, that's right. That's uh, right. I mean, how about that? I mean, yeah, maybe a low-flying helicopter could uh, could be off radar, but but in most cases, radar can go down low. And uh, in fact, they had a uh, interview with a gentleman from the Cincinnati FAA tower several years ago, uh, Bob Leibel with Natural Light Productions. He interviewed a tower operator that said that they can pick up trucks on the interstate. Really? Uh, with their FAA tower. So, um, for that matter, uh, why would have why would he have suggested a life flight helicopter maybe as a explanation when he turned around and said he didn't even have anything on radar? I don't know. That's just my you know surmising. That's uh, that's one taken. It's a really good one, better than mine. Mine was that she continually was asking him to sort of sanction an explanation that she could turn around and give to the cops out there. You know, she she kept saying, uh, it, "Well, couldn't it be a helicopter or a low flying plane or what can I tell them?" She was saying, "Right," and right. she she wanted something to say on the radio. Uh, to her credit, she turned around and didn't say something that he didn't say. Hmm. We have an, the next segment is about a fourteen minute segment. Do we have time for that? No, we don't have fourteen clear minutes. Okay. Uh, okay. We, we sure don't. Um, so that that's going to be a hot segment. Yeah. Any, anyway. Um, there's lots we can do here. I, I would like to set up a period of time where some people in the audience would have an opportunity to uh, give you their observations. I mean, people are going to be itching uh, to say what they think about this, so I might just sit here and take a couple of calls. Sure. You want to do that? Sure thing. All right. I don't want to interrupt a 14-minute segment, so I'm going to pick up uh, a couple of lines here and see what people have to say. Uh, west of the uh, Rockies, you're on the air with Kenny Young and Art Bell. Hi. Oh, I didn't push the button. Sorry, Kenny. Uh, now you're on the air, west of the Rockies. Hello. Hello there. Hi. Hi. Turn your radio off, please. I will. There you go. Off, there off, off. That's good. Where are you? In Lassen County in California. And what do you think about what you've heard so far? I was concerned about uh, the prostate problem about ordering those pills. <laughs> That's kind of a different subject, dear. Um, we um, we have them. Uh, the prostate project is um, advertised here. I don't have the 800 number offhand, but uh, it'll come up again shortly. Well, I'm... With the cost of medical things, people have a lot of money, and if they don't have any, and you're advertising pills that will cure them, Instead of going to a doctor, they'll take your pills. Is that worth one life? I would. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to tell you now. I'm sorry. Thank you. Um, first time caller line. You're on the air with Art Bell and uh, and Kenny Young. Hey, good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Good evening. Uh, Are you calling about prostate pills? Uh? Yeah. Uh, this is Mike from Sherman Oaks, California. Yes, Mike. Listening to you on 790 KBC Talk Radio. Yes, sir. Uh, great stuff. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, I watch confirmation and I want to say that this is even more compelling than what they had. I've, have never seen anything, shall we say, but I've been reading everything I can get my hands on since I was a wee nipper. So. A wee nipper. And, and I'm, I'm like on the edge of the seat. I've got the tape recorder going and I'm taping every bit of this. Good for you. It's excellent. It really is. Um, your impression so far with regard to the confirmation debunker who said, Star? 
what's he smoking? <laughs> I want some. I, I mean, I, you know, it, for it, anything out there, I mean, even Roswell, I mean, I cannot understand how people can say, oh, yeah, it's not happening. It's Venus. It's swamp gas. You, you, you can say it, or, oh, yeah. or possibly somebody can even pay you to say it. I don't know. It's it's. Uh, but I can't imagine you voluntarily say it. Yeah, exactly. Especially just, on national TV. What what is it? Uh, the truth is out there, and we are not alone. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Wildcard Line. You're on the air with Kenny Young and Art Bell. Hi. Hi, Art. Uh, Bill from Youngstown, Ohio. I know Toby Malero, and I also know one of the callers that called the woman. Toby. Toby then was one of the officers. Yeah, he, he's the one. Uh, kind of a chubby guy. He's a cop. Okay. And uh, I listened to you all night, and I usually on a break go up to an all-night supermarket, and I ran into him at that time. And uh, he knows that I'm psychic, and he's not a real believer. We used to kibitz, and and he'd ask me a psychic question. And I said, Tony, you're going to see a UFO. And he said to me, I already have. Never forget this. But what, what they showed on the uh, TV thing, what he described to me were two total, totally different scenarios. He saw something hovering over a house. Covering the house in the entire lot, the lots out on Samson uh, Road uh, would have a frontage of 120 to more because it's a high uh, and high scenario uh, real estate over there. And he said it was red, so red that he couldn't look at it. It was blind. Now that's not what they did in the show. They showed him looking above his car. At no, every yeah, every. Um, thank you very much. Every program like this takes some dramatic license, and what you see visually in terms of a presentation as NBC put together, may or may not reflect accurately what was described. Kenny, do you have any comments on that? Well, you know, that's basically true. I, I think that when I when I saw the piece, that was my first impression because uh, it was uh, back in 96 when I interviewed the uh, officer that uh, he the detail that he gave about what he saw did not include the structure. And they showed on the confirmation piece the little... Uh, Looks like a spaceship from outer space with That's a little right. bitty spinning wheel on it or something yep, yep, like yep. that. Yep, exactly and, right. And uh, well, yeah, you're right. That you know they do have a. Even in the case of uh, Travis Walton, who was abducted, and then they did a movie called Fire in the Sky, and I had Travis and I had his boss on the air, and they both said dramatic license. You know, when it comes to actually showing what something or another right. looked like, you know, they, exactly. TV shows do that. There's nothing like hearing. The real thing, uh, which, which you've got. We may have time for one more. East of the Rockies, you're on there with Kenny Young and Art Bell. Hi. Hello. Yes, sir. Uh, turn your radio off, please. It's off. Good for you. Where are you? Uh, Mount Orbit, Ohio. Okay. Ohio again. Good. What do, you, what do you have to say about all this? Um, I, I've lived up here for quite a while now, and I've sat outside, and I've seen, like, flying objects flying north, northwest towards Cincinnati and the Youngstown area. You mean like airplanes? Uh, no, sir. They low to the tree line that me and my dad both have seen them. They'll stay low to the trees. One minute they'll have like real bright glowing lights that'll like rotate and then it'll just disappear and it'll appear later on over the horizon at another angle. So not stars? Uh, no, sir. You know a star when you see it? Uh, I've seen several stars, and none of them has moved like that. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. We're woefully out of time here. We're going to break uh, at the top of the hour, and we will be right back. 
was not a star. I can see all obstacles in my way. Hovering obstacles. Going up a dark cloud that had me blind. It's going to be a bright, 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 sunshiny day. Going to be a bright. This is Coast to Coast AM. Don't touch that dial. I think I can make it now. Kingdom of Nye, this is Coast to Coast AM with Art Bell. From east of the Rockies, call Art at 1-800-825-5033. West of the Rockies, including Montana, Wyoming, Colorado, and New Mexico, at 1-800-618-8255. First-time callers may reach Art at area code 702-727-1222. And you may fax Art at area code 702-727-8499. Please limit your faxes to one or two pages. This is Coast to Coast AM with Art Bell. Now again, here's Art. Once again, here I am. What you're hearing is totally incredible. It's from Kenny Young in Cincinnati, and you're hearing the raw 911 footage during this entire incident in Trumbull County, and it's astounding. Nothing short of astounding. Pop a prostate pill and uh, keep listening. Well, I'll tell you, uh, we're really doing something cool. If you have not glommed onto it yet and you have a computer, we are doing courtesy of the Intel Corporation and Broadcast.com. We're doing streaming video, an experiment uh, for a three-month period of time at least, in which... You can go up and download this free G2 player, go on up to the net, a click on watch instead of listen, and you will now then see me doing the program in motion, some form of motion anyway, as much motion as you might expect from a talk show host, and you'll hear the program as well. It is pretty awesome, to say the least. Here once again is Kenny Young, and back to Trumbull County we go. Uh, Kenny? Yes, sir. Okay, Hello. we've got a long segment uh, coming up. What are we about to hear? Okay, I, we're, I guess, maybe a little bit behind here, so we better start pegging the, the tape down. Okay. Um, the next segment we're going to hear, uh, let me explain real quick here about the uh, recording process at the 911 Center. They have a multi-track recorder so that the different... Um, of frequencies and uh, of phone lines go to different channels on the tape. Correct. The following information was uh, derived from a certain channel that I, I think did not go out over a scanner frequency, but it nevertheless was recorded on the tape. Okay. So let's just go ahead and take off from there. Fire away. 
radioactive UFO, I saw it. Did you really? But if it was red, I don't know. Did you say this blue? I, I pull up to this. This county just thought too. He goes, hey, this thing's hovering right, right over Sodom Hutchins. It just came over my house, right? I said, are you serious? Said, yeah, right. Then you tell me you got a report of it on Fifth Avenue Extension, right? Yeah. I'm right by Patty Metzinger's house, and I looked towards Fifth Avenue Extension. Uh-huh. You could see a red glow up in the sky. It was huge. It was like huge. See, but they're telling me blue green because the media called this woman was crying hysterically. She's like, oh my god! And she's screaming, and they're like, oh god, and they call me. And I'm, I'm laughing it off because I can't, you know, I'm not going to cause a panic. We don't. No, because you told me, I swear to god, we got seven to eight calls on this UFO. We're doing their scanning us. No, I'm telling you what, they were coming in at the same time. They were coming at the same time. Why do I see this? And the county saw it. Somebody from the county saw it. Really? I think Pete Lusick saw it because he came across his channel and he goes, she's that big thing in the sky with the lights. And of course we thought they were making fun of us, but they went to another channel to do it because they didn't want to be on their main.
So, I don't know. If it was a UFO, it's logged, you know. But, I mean, you saw it if you saw it. Well, what did you think it was? What did you really think it was? I don't know. I, I, I didn't hear me. I came across it. So whatever it is, it's big. I, but you know what? I know you play. You know what I mean? I know you joke around. That's I what I said. I wasn't joking. I was not joking. Well, I, I for a minute, it didn't sound like you were. I mean, you were laughing, and then all of a sudden, you weren't laughing. And I thought, well, maybe he's trying to make me like think there's really this UFO there. And I was like, oh, no. I, I wasn't joking. I saw the light. I saw a large red light up. Second, Howling Guy, I think I'm a UFO expert. He was talking to me. You want me to let you go? Yeah, all right, I'll talk to you. Okay, sweetheart. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> you just bad. Can I help you? Yeah, that's the channel of 433. Hey, 433. How are you doing? Yeah, pretty good. Liberty was fought earlier. Oh, cut it out. No, I'm serious. You've been watching it for about 10 minutes now. Your ass. No, I'm serious. Man. Go straight out your door. Hold on. Where is it at? I'm on Hanhide, okay? Come get me. I want to go see this. Is it outside? Can I, like, see it from here? Oh, you'll see it. I here. can't believe it. me. All right, I'm going to go out and look at it now. All right, you're up high enough. It's straight east of you. It's east of me? Straight east of you. Look straight up. Which way do I go when I... Okay. Up, up. You know where Kane drives across from the hospital? Plug in for me. I'm going to go out. Liberty. Get Howling Liberty. I'm going to run out. Stay on the phone. Okay. Okay? I'm coming back. I'll tell you if I see it. Okay. Okay. Wow. Hey, Mikey, do you got a copy or see it? Yeah, that thing has not moved in 10 minutes that I've been watching it. Come up on Henhide and start south off of King's Grave if you're on Henhide. Come on down, you'll see me park. I've been watching this thing through my binoculars. I can't quite make it out. It changes colors from white to red to green. You know, those are colors of planes, but the sucker has not moved. It hasn't gone any direction since I've been watching it. It's a good 10 minutes. It's an alien. It's an alien. Yeah, it's an alien, all right. Prove it. Hello. Okay. I couldn't believe it. I was just putting by my house, and I looked over, you know, laughing, we think, because we had one two weeks ago. And I looked over, and I said, oh, here's a plane coming in to land, you know, because I'm used to seeing those. This thing has not moved in 10 minutes. And it's too bright and too low, and it changes colors to be a star. It's an alien that came down to steal all our Christmas presents. Yeah, I wish. Hang on it's Santa Claus. Go ahead, 429. Where are you at? You see my car down on Henhide, uh, about uh, a half to a quarter of a mile, somewhere in there, down from King's Trail. Okay, you see it? I mean, I got a perfect view where I'm at. I just can't quite make it out through my binoculars. I got me my headset. Can you go to 14? Right, I'm on public service too, so hang on, I'm trying to juggle mics. You got copies? 
Oh, I've been stationary since I called you. Yeah, however long it took you to come from over on the west side, that bugger has not moved. Yeah, well, I'm like, uh, I'm going over 11 right now. It uh, looks like I'm starting to maybe get next to it here.
again from uh, the center here in, in the 911 center. I called you about Liberty Township. Uh-huh. The darn thing is in uh, Howland Township now and it's hovering over site. Did you show anything at all on your radar screen in the Warren area? In Howland Township. Howland Township. And it's hovering where? It's hovering over a hen hide in Howland Township, about five minutes here from the center. Now, they're seeing this. They're watching this thing. It, it goes 50 feet from the ground. There's blue and green lights. Some people say they see a red holding light. Hovers about 50 feet from the ground with no noise. We've well, had I'm, this uh, all night. Here. Looking to the west. And I don't see anything. I'm 70 feet in the air. I'm going about to look for this right now. My unit's coming out there. Tell me when he's out here. Okay. Uh, yeah, let me get a pair of binoculars. Let me call Can you back. check that? Let me give you a number to contact. 675-2549. Okay. This is priceless, priceless, Kenny. I've never heard anything like it, uh, except one uh, other incredible tape. I don't know if you ever heard the Michigan tape that I had. Have you ever heard that? Yes, I sure have. Uh, This is right up there in that class, Kenny. There's no question about it. We could discuss, you know, earlier she was saying the media will have a ball with this. She was already estimating they were going to get a million calls the next day. Right. Apparently they didn't. And then I also noted uh, one person who said, one officer who said that it it moved from across a tree, from one side of the tree to the next. Mm-hmm. Isn't that what I heard? Sure, right. 
That's what I heard, yeah. So um, a star uh, wouldn't do that, Kenny. In, a, in terms of a close reference object, uh, there's, there's no way in hell a star would do that. We'll what be right back. What we're going to get into next here is the police pursuit. Uh, all right. Uh, all good. All right. Stay right there. Have you guys heard anything like this before? the best of Art Bell. One more quick fax. Art, what a wonderful a wonderful build and ultimately a telling commentary on the effect of non-humanity on humanity. There is no more dramatic reality than offered by those involved in the denial of reality. Except, of course, a prostate disorder. <laughs> and uh, actually, there there is one more, and this will... Um, uh, sort of back up Kenny. Kenny, here's somebody who writes, Art, I'm concerned that the FAA Tower person was not concerned that an object might be in commercial airspace unbeknownst to him. It's a safety issue. That's uh, another Greg from uh, uh, Washington. What, what do you think, Kenny? Well, that's a good point. You know, uh, I guess we can, look in, we can look into this and um, find all kind of little particulars um, no, but back I mean, then we just don't know. I mean, you're talking to a radar guy, and and he ought to be concerned about something not on his radar. Yes. Well, we're thinking, yeah, we're thinking from our our, our perspective. Of course, we you know we don't know who the radar tower operator was. Our silly perspective as normal people. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> right. All right, we have coming up what you're calling the chase, huh? Okay, and I'll just uh, I'll play the tape, and I guess what we'll have to do is you'll just have to break in whenever you uh, you need to, because we'll play the tape through this segment. Go for um, it. Okay, you got it. A, containing a, a lot of uh, a noise that we'll get from the uh, radio traffic, but uh, that'll give you a little flavor for what's happening here. All right.
Not very far. If, you, uh, if you're in the tree line, we'll probably block your view. Okay. Okay, well, I'll be able to see it from uh, 11 if I go south on 11. Yeah, you should be able to. We're in Area 82 or King Graves or where?
Okay, Art. Hello. Yes, Kenny. All right, so we had a few people there that were saying it's a star. Get more sleep. Right. Where do we where where do we go from here? Do we eventually hear from the man who climbed the tower? Right. Yes. Yes. And and there's a, uh, some very exciting parts still to come. Um, and, and we need to get more into the star uh, explanation at this right. point too. After hearing this last part. Very good. Stay right there, Kenny. As the unadulterated, a raw sound footage comes to you about what occurred in Trumbull County. I'm Art Bell, and this is Coast to Coast AM. Kingdom of Nye from outside the U.S. First, dial your access number to the USA. Then, 800-893-0903. If you're a first-time caller, call Art at 702-727-1222. From east of the Rockies, 1-800-825-5033. West of the Rockies, including Montana, Wyoming, Colorado, and New Mexico, Call Art at 1-800-618-8255 or call Art on the wildcard line at area code 702-727-1295. This is Coast to Coast AM from the Kingdom of Nye. My guest is Kenny Young. What you're hearing uh, is the real thing from Trumbull County, from several uh, police departments in Trumbull County. Also, I should mention I have something else here in my possession that I'm afraid to read. I'll read uh, just the introduction to it, Art. The following is an official department document. It's from a police department. Please use your discretion should you mention it on the air. Just wanted to let you know that some people do take Y2K seriously. It looks like Y2K readiness is not a joke in blank, the name of the city. If you could say a hello to Officers Lou, Steve, and Doug, it would be appreciated later in the show. We got to get off at uh, 1530 hours Eastern Standard Time. Actually, you've got that wrong. That would be in the afternoon, military time. Uh, so he must be 330 or something like that. Love the show. We in law enforcement are avid listeners. The document itself is instructions on what will occur around Y2K time, leave restrictions. And I wish I could read it to you but I would get people in trouble if I did. It is a very sobering document. In a moment, we'll get back to Kenny in Trumbull County. All right, no delay. Right back to Kenny Young. Kenny, uh, welcome back. Thanks a lot, Art. Uh, how do you want to proceed? Do you want to go back to it, or do you want to make a comment on the SAR well, thing let's, now? Let's uh, briefly comment on, on what we just heard. Um, I think um, it's 
it, the, the last segment was really compelling. Yes. Um, it, it was the police pursuit, and, and we do get indications that they have triangulated uh, uh, the object's position as they approach from varying uh, places. That's kind of difficult to do, I guess, if it were a star. Um, uh, you know, there's a saying, it's like, uh, if it's if it's too good to be true, it probably is. Uh, you know, it's not true. Right. In this case, uh, we do have a, a possibility that this entire situation is, is kind of like uh, obfuscated or, you know, compounded by the misidentification of stars, especially during the police pursuit sequence. Well, it may well have been that one or two of them were seeing a star, describing oh, yeah. a star. Sure, and yeah. They, even, even at one point in the tape, I think that they, they do acknowledge that, yes, what I saw at that time was a star. So, so that's a given. So, so that's where I think that it's, it's a viable possibility to suggest that. However, you know, from what we've heard... No. Well, it, it isn't to me. Uh, it's not viable to me, Kenny. I, I, my assessment so far... Now, maybe I'll hear something else, but my assessment is that some of the officers... I mean, obviously, there are stars out, so they saw a bright star. There are bright stars in the sky, but that doesn't even get close to um, um, undercutting the very direct, very dramatic, very specific, it's just above my head, just above my house, just above this street right. uh, kind of thing. No, no way. Oh, I agree with you. All right. There, there are, you know, those segments of it that... That that's what makes this case compelling. All right. Well, why don't we continue? Okay. What we have uh, from this point now, this was a, a segment that was on the, the television program confirmations with the officer who went to the tower. Right. And actually, uh, confirmations somewhat took that out of context and out of sequence. Okay. Um, the part where he went to the tower, we actually had already heard, and he did make references to that he was in the tower. So uh, we're going to hear the part that they they presented, but he was uh, he was I think in his patrol cruiser at the time, not in the tower. All right. So uh, here we go. I'll play this second. Roger. Steve Baker. Yeah. All right. I talked to these guys. Everything's all right. They're going to go back to where they came from. Who? Oh. <laughs> so, um, I can see them. Did you see anything? I got them right here. I'm looking at them. What the hell is it? Hold on a second. I got to turn my lights on before I get rear-ended. Okay. Well, I can see them from Warner Road. They're sitting stationary. I got three of them. Uh -huh. One is over, well, there, and then there's two kind of close together. What do they look like? Well, I'd like to say that they're just like flickering stars, uh -huh. except I've got four discernible colors. I got red, yellow, green, and blue, and the one just was like flashing. So if they're those planets those guys were talking about, uh -huh. then they're uh, planets with Christmas lights on. You can see them. I can see them. Not like clear as day. I don't see any wings or anything. Uh -huh. Which is like? Yeah. Unreal. Hold on a second. Unreal. What are you doing? That's what I mean. I mean, I can, without my, without my binoculars, I can see red, yellow, green, and blue. I mean, they're way over there. they got to be way over in Cortland. No. Did you hear Cortland on the air? Yeah. Even UFOs will come into Cortland. I can't believe it. He's killing 
totally. So you're having a, like a you're having an experience. No, because I can't see. I mean, they're, I mean they look they're so far away. They look like stars. Mm -hmm. They're just like two. Well, the first calls we got from Liberty were they were like 50 feet above the ground. Yeah, well, they could be on their way home. <laughs> All right. I think everyone else in this county should go home. Yeah, I'm already sure. This is uh, this is weird. I had a beat on him from uh, on the from the tower. They were close. they got to be going away because they were closer than this. Uh, now I'm looking at them. Oh my god! I'm just this is and and they're not a plane because here goes a plane and I can see the plane and the plane is blinking red and the, and the fact that there's another plane. I, I think. I think they're scrambling planes out of SATCOM 1 to go check them out. Wait a minute. What? Oh my god, I hope that's a plane. Oh Jesus Christ, please be a plane. Oh please. Come on, what are you doing? I ain't ready for this shit. Hold on. Little bitch, where'd you go? I get nervous when they're coming right at me. There's three planes up there. I'll tell you what, they're flying from the Air Force Base. Really? Something's got to be. Oh, really? Yeah, hold on. I'm about to get drilled again. Uh, where are you? Right here. Wait, where are you? Uh, Warner Road, south of, uh, of uh, Merlin Chase. Four up there now. There's four planes. Oh, okay. What the? F no, I mean the other things are still there. Uh -huh. But these are like, eh, yeah, you f yeah. Oh, what do we do? Feel pricks. All right, what are we doing with this now, Pete? Well, I have no idea. No. Well, you know what? I can tell it's not in our airspace, so it ain't our call. Okay. Uh, talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Yeah, I bet it is. <laughs> hey, uh, that 
thing with the Air Force Base and the radar? Uh, do, you, do you remember our last year? That we called the Air Force Base and they said, uh, no, there's nothing going on. But then, I don't know who did it. They decided they called the uh, the National Weather thing. Mm -hmm. And the weather had it on their radar. Don't ask me. Well, you know, what I was just thinking, have you, like, who's ever, like, running the show out there? Uh -huh. Who's, like, really into this? No. Maybe nobody is? Who's ever running the show out here is, like, laughing at all you guys out there. But that's because they're in a closed building and we're out here looking at this. Okay. Okay. So, no, what I'm wondering is maybe somebody might want to give the National Weather people a call. Because they're not going to classify shit. They'll call and say, yo, oops, we fall focus. Like they did that last year. Hey, Pete, if you saw this, uh -huh. yeah, you'd be doing it too. Really? I'm serious. Well, Jack said it's Venus. Okay, well then, uh, there's six of them. <laughs> no. Yeah, there's a, she's right about that meteor shower thing. Uh -huh. Because when I was standing there, when I got off the phone with you, in five minutes, in this little space that I'm watching, uh -huh. there were six of them, whatever you call them, shooting star things. Uh -huh. There's six of them, so they're there. Right. I don't know what it is, but... I just wish it was cloudy. Then we wouldn't see this. Right, exactly. Well, what gets me is, what was Liberty chasing then? I have no idea. You know, I, last time I heard, Venus really didn't, wasn't wanted anywhere. So, had no reason to run from the police. Negative 15. Negative <laughs> <laughs> No 15s on Venus. It's like my little, get, get a registration when you can. Yeah, get a registration when you can. I'll tell you what, I, I couldn't see him well enough from the radar tower. I, I climbed up there. Then, the fact that my legs went numb. It's a bit too nippy to be climbing up that thing. Yeah, it's a little, a little chilly. Well, I went up three flights, and I thought, well, you know, it's much a bit like Star Trek. I don't like it this much. Oh, God. And I went back down. I think it's the Enterprise. <laughs> oh, well. All right, man. Hey, have fun. Ciao. Something else is, you know, 
whatever, you know, I don't dispute what the lady's saying, but uh, I just thought it was funny that somebody came all the way down into Niles, either on her way to work or whatever. Yeah, that's a window you're looking at now. That's yeah. not what I saw. No, Toby said, he said, you know, it was, there's no way that, uh, he said that did not look what he, you know, look like what he saw. Okay. I do not know, you know, if it was the distance or what the situation was. But if that's a planet, that's a planet. It's pretty damn low, but... Oh, yeah. Well, like I said, it was lower when we first saw it. And like I said, we've been sitting down here on the strip. Just, you know, everybody's sitting still, not moving. Uh-huh. And we every so often we had to adjust the telescope. So it's it's moving, but it's arcing in a set pattern. Uh-huh. So it looks like it's stationary. Other than it's a little higher than, you know, like where I'm at right now, I can see it where before I know I wouldn't have been able to see because I'm down here at the corners. You know, that's even lower than the center, and uh, I can see it now, so, oh well. Okay. All righty. Thanks for calling. Is there any many more calls on it? No, nothing uh, else. Uh, well, we'll probably all have a lot of answers today. I'll tell you what, it's enough for me. <laughs> right. Thanks for calling. All right, you take care. Bye-bye. Okay, hello, Art. Yeah, hi, Kenny. Okay. All right, so, uh, you know, what I heard at the end was two people comforting each other by rationalizing. Mm-hmm. That's what I heard. What did you hear? Well, you know, this is a... Um, the, the gentleman's being very candid by admitting, well, what we've been looking at has been a star. Well, he's saying what he's looking at is a star. Right. And he made a rational, very literate uh, explanation of how he was tracking it in an arc, right. and so forth and so on. But that doesn't at all add up with what all the close eyewitnesses said. Well, you know, I'll tell you what. If, if you want to just draw a little picture here of what's happening here, and we just heard the drama of, of the tapes, um, to, to see these uh, the, the, the county uh, police agencies uh, rattled like this, I can almost uh, see in my mind a picture of the, uh, the police cars sitting on the side of the road with their lights off and all the officers... Uh, frozen, fixed in a in a position, gazing into the sky. It's just an odd situation. Something like you'd see out of a Steven Spielberg movie. Precisely. Uh, uh, by, by the way, Kenny, um, on confirmation, they showed an officer whose car engine stopped. Now I may have missed it in here somewhere, but was that in here? Right. Yes, that was in fact in the uh, in, in the, one of the first segments that we heard after he uh, he needed time to gather his thoughts. He said. Oh, I, then I'm, I've got to go back and listen. This is one of those things that you cannot listen to one time. Right, You've really right. got to listen and dissect it. And in fact, when you hear it again, it's, it's even better. Really? Yes. <laughs> there's things there's things in there that uh, it's like a good movie. You want to see it again and you get more out of it the next time around. Absolutely astounding stuff. I mean, really astounding. And what I'd like to do with the last uh, portion we have, I, I take it that is the tape in, in total? Right. That's All right. it. What I would like to do, if you can stick around for one last portion, is to answer some lines and uh, get some impressions of the audience now that they've heard the entire thing. Okay. Is that all right? Sounds good. All right. Stay right there, Kenny. Now, listen, everybody. um, For those of you who did not have an opportunity to tape it, poor you. To get a copy of this program, it's going to be a four-hour program. The number is one... 800-917-4278.
I can well understand this is one you're going to want to archive. 1-800-917-4278. Now, I'm getting already zillions of inquiries, and so please write the number down. It's good 24 hours a day, beginning right now, a four-hour program on Trumbull County. 1-800-917-4278. I'm not sure anybody else has ever done anything like this on the air, quite like this. So, in the next segment, the final segment, we'll take your calls. Coast to Coast AM with Art Bell. This program is aired live Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. to 3 a.m. in the Pacific Time Zone and 1 a.m. to 6 a.m. in the Eastern. Art Bell's Dreamland can be heard live Sunday nights from 6 to 9 in the Pacific and 9 to midnight in the Eastern. Please contact your local radio listings to confirm the exact times that Art Bell airs live in your area. And now, Coast to Coast AM with Art Bell. Listen, um, I need to catch you up on one thing. Uh, the Federal Communications Commission, despite reports yesterday on CNN and elsewhere, has made a statement that we have on our website right now that's going to cause you to have a big sigh of relief. The Federal Communications Commission is denying outright that they have plans to allow implementation of per-minute charges on the Internet. Thought you'd want to know, thought you should know. You can check out the statement on our website at www.artbell.com, which will lead you to Kenny Young's website, who has brought us so much this night. Kenny, welcome back. Thank you, Art. All right. Um, I guess this is one of those things, just like everything else on my program, Kenny, where people are going to sit out there, and they've listened to all this, they're going to digest it, and they're going to come up with their own opinion. But one thing's for sure... They were hearing the real thing as it occurred. Right. It, it keeps the debate uh, going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It does that. Let's uh, let's see what people think. First time caller line, you're on the air with Kenny Young and Art Bell. Hi. Good morning, Mr. Bell. Uh, this is Tim up at Fairbanks. I have a couple of questions here. Hi, Tim. Um, the tower guy. Now, yeah. isn't this guy under some sort of unwritten rule, kind of like the air, air uh, liner uh, captains? That even if you see something, it's a hush-hush situation or else you may lose your job. You mean the FAA man? Yeah. No, I, I, look, I agree with a lady who sent the facts and who said, 
it's a public safety issue. In other words, the FAA is there to control airspace, and if something's in airspace that shouldn't be, he should be really interested, asking a lot of questions. And right, but he wouldn't admit it to the public. Uh, you know, it's like an airline pilot. Uh, he wouldn't go on the news and say, I yeah, saw look, UFOs. Look, look, you're right. I mean, it's one of, the, one of the cops said, Kenny, didn't he, that, look, um, he didn't believe that there was nothing there, and he suggested the National Weather Service be called, which right. is, by the way, exactly what saw the UFO in Michigan, or the right. UFOs. Well, this, this FAA tower that we're talking about here at Youngstown, um, it, I think it, at the time it was manned by just one person possibly over the uh, third shift duty. This also serves as a military uh, tower. Uh, it controls oh. airspace for the uh, the Youngstown uh, Warren Regional Airport and also for the, uh, for the air base. Well, that might explain a lot. Yeah. One, one well, quick, quick question here. Um, aren't... Uh, uh, Police cars, uh, uh, do they have camcorders on their dash or at least Polaroids in their uh, trunks for accident times? Why wasn't there any pictures of this? Uh, good, Very good question. I think uh, not all police departments, of course, have camcorders. That's a pretty new thing. That was something I, I tried to, to get details about. Um, I think, uh, like you say, Art, they, they don't all have them. Uh, this was 94, so I think... Uh, uh, today, it's, you're more apt to find yep. something like that. Yep. However, uh, he was right about the Polaroids. Uh, however, um, it may. I wonder if there are some private Polaroids circ circulating about. Well, I'd be curious to, to know if, if there's a, a, a private home video somewhere. That uh, too. That, that would be the thing that would be very interesting. And I would assume, Kenny, they can get hold of you uh, through your website, email, that kind of thing. Right. All yes. right. Excellent. Um, Wildcard Line, you're on the air with Kenny Young and Art Bell. Hi. Hello. Hello. It is a pleasure to speak with you. Glad to have you, sir. Where are you? I'm in Marysville, Ohio. Okay. Near where they make Hondas. <laughs> All right. Uh, what I am listening to, this is Dennis, by the way. Yes, sir. Now all my friends will say I heard you on the radio with Art. <laughs> they love you. I love you. Well, thank you. What, what this leads me to believe... I'm not going to have your baby. <laughs> no, just send me my QSL card already. <laughs> All right. Uh, what this leads me to believe is that whatever is there wants to have nothing to do with us, or they really would talk to us. That once in a while, they let it be known that they're there, but they want to have nothing to do with us. That is... Uh... That's actually a fairly reasonable conclusion. Thank you. Uh, Kenny, how do you react to that? I mean, really, if you digest what we have here, what we had in Michigan and so many other places, it's hard to name, yeah. then he's right, really. In other words, they're observing. They're, on occasion, allowing themselves to be seen, as in Phoenix, for example. Well, but but they don't want to contact us. The, the, uh, or they I would. The motive behind a, a speculation like that would be to, I, I guess, surmise that this is something extraterrestrial. Let's let's look at it from a different point of view. However, we don't know for sure about the subject of extraterrestrials or you know things like that. This is something where we look at what we're dealing with. And that is an unidentified flying object. Yes, and and okay. as you pointed out, though, the FAA controller also was involved with the military control. Now, 
if there was a secret military mission underway, mm-hmm. then, that, then that's you might what have... I like to, that's what I like to inquire about. Now, what if there was something like that? Then, then you might get that kind of attitude from the controller. It's possible. But but let me ask you this. Why would Why would this be done over a residential neighborhood? I mean, I would think of a numerous the hell out of me. Uh, safety concerns. And and there were just too many things that, despite the rationalization at the end, pointed not to a star, but to something obviously low and big with substance. Now, those kind of comments just don't jive with a star thing. Right. All right. East of the Rockies, you're on there with uh, Kenny Young and Art Bell. Hi. Aloha from Chattanooga. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, this is Jeff, by the way. Thank you, brother. Thank you for taking my call, and thanks for the show. Sure. Um, I think each, uh, as far as the star goes, I think the, each person's perspective has to be taken into account. I mean, the, you have two or two or three squad cars that are a couple blocks away, and they're seeing different things because it's so low. I mean, I think that has to be taken into account. I think some of the officers were, in fact, looking at stars. Right. Uh, there's no question about it. But in, in the cases, whether from the civilians or the officers who got to see it close up, there, there's no way. Right. No way. I also I, I think it's uh, kind of interesting how it turned out, turned from a typical police situation into a, like, like Kenny was saying, like just... People, like regular Joes just standing around, couldn't believe what they were seeing. Precisely. And trying to explain it. That kind of wonderment and multiple um, police departments being involved over a star, I don't think so. Right. What what engendered this incident to begin with is what I'd like to know. Uh, yeah, if, there, if, the, if it did degenerate to a situation involving misidentification of stars, what what's happened initially to start all this? With the uh, with the citizen reports to the nine one one center, yeah. uh, you know. Yeah, I, I I don't buy any of that. West of the Rockies, you're on the air with Kenny Young and Art Bell. Where are you, please? I am Hollywood, California. Hollywood, right. Hollywood. Yep. Yes, sir. Yep. Where the movies are done. <laughs> this is incredible. It just sounds like some off a movie here. And um, except it's not. Yeah, that's that's what's really amazing. And um, a little side note for you. I was going to say when you go on uh, Larry King, it'd be better to try to fit in with probably a suit or something because most people besides your listeners are going to probably think you're you're off base pretty much if you dress and usually they yeah, might but you know what i really don't care yeah, well that's the point and <laughs> I, I see that you spend a lot of time on this radio station and the, they have people look down at you because this stuff is pretty serious stuff this might have everything to do with with us in the future and the past and everything wrapped together you have a good point it's really a good point yeah uh, even even though it's tempting for it, me you uh, it's nice. If you went there in a suit, a lot of people who were probably disbelievers will look at you and go, well, he looks No, I'm not, I'm not going in a suit. No well, way. Something, something nice. Uh, no, well, something nice, but not You're a wearing suit. like a, like a pirate shirt. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, I, that's me, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, if I were, I mean, normally, I, I, I've been on TV a few times, hard copy and stuff, and um, I, I, I wore a suit. I mean, if I went normally to where I normally look, people wouldn't take me seriously at all. <laughs> if I, yeah, but if I, if I wear a suit, uh, that's not me, and I'd, yeah. I'd rather have people think, "Geez, he should have wore a suit," yeah. uh, than I than I would have people saying, "Look at the fake. He doesn't wear suits. He looks stupid in a suit." And I do look stupid in a suit. I'm not going to wear a suit. Okay. 
Well, the picture of you on your book looks pretty good. That, it looks <laughs> sort of dark and ominous. That looks pretty neat. Dark, well, that's me, dark and ominous. Yeah, that, that looks great. All right, sir. And anyway, back back to the thing here. I was wondering, it's very important if we had some video on this. And and the officer as well? You still there? Yes. Okay. The officer will. The guy, the guy who stopped for a second to gather his senses, maybe he should be regressed. Maybe they stopped time and did something with him. Now I agree with you, absolutely. Uh, I thought that also was a very dramatic moment, uh, Kenny, when he said he's got to gather himself. Right, right. <laughs> he, he was shaken. He, he did tell me that in, uh, in a phone conversation. He, you know, he was shaken by this, uh, had his car affected, uh, blinding light. I guess that would shake anyone. Uh, it would, and it just isn't typical of what Venus would do. <laughs> first, first time caller line. You're on the air with Kenny Young and Art Bell. Hi. Hi. Hello. 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 This is a show we dance or show we talk. <laughs> Where are yeah. you? Where are you? I'm in North Carolina. North Carolina. Yes. Well, you don't say hello out there anyway. You say hey. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was just. Uh, listening to the show, I listen from the net, and uh, I think the video stream is very cool. It is totally and, cool. Yes. Uh, what I wanted to mention was how can so many people um, see this and they can deny it? Like it doesn't, like it's not there. I mean, well, it's, I think that to some degree, it's the normal human condition after you have had something like this happen to you. To go into a state of denial so that you don't have to face what otherwise is going to be the answer. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. But uh, it just, it seems to me like, you know, there's very many people that are so close-minded to this that, you know, they're just so set in their ways that um, they'll only believe, you know, what they what their government tells them to believe, as far as what I can tell. Yeah, there was actually a lot of that. At one point, um, he, he again makes a good point. At one point, there was a reference to a weather balloon. Now, that's pop culture UFO answer time. Right. Um, remember that, Kenny? Yes, sure. I think, I think the news media is largely to blame, too. Uh, it is. Um, because so people with a sort of a chuckle in their voice come up with a standard response answer. Mm -hmm. No question about it. All right, uh, wild card line. You're on the air with Kenny Young and Art Bell. Hi. Yes, this is Bruce from the Woodlands, Texas. Hi, Bruce. Hi. Um, the thing that intrigues me is the uh, plasma, the colors, and that's what I'm always listening for to try and determine what the propulsion method is. That's very intriguing. The um, and also, it seemed as though there was some interference in the RF background at some point. I don't know. Um, I had a real quick comment on another Y2K issue. Okay, that's for another show, sir. Oh, okay. I, I appreciate your comments on this, though. All righty. And uh, take care. Uh, first time caller line, you're on the air with Kenny Young and Art Bell. Hi. Hi, Art. How are you doing tonight? Um, well, it's been quite a night. Yes, indeed. I'm calling from Youngstown right now. Oh, no kidding. And uh, I had the fortune of listening to the last two hours of the show with my Trumbull County Roadmap in front of me. Uh-huh. And I was basically tracking the police officers and where they said they were going. And I think you guys will find this interesting. Remember how originally it, uh, they said that they were tracking it southeast towards a place called Brookfield? Yes. 
and then the star that they ended up looking at was in a place called Cortland. Yes. Well, you'll be interested to know that from the airport, Brookfield is approximately 10 miles east by southeast, okay. whereas Cortland is 10 miles north by northwest. <laughs> Not the track the star would have taken. Not at all. So, And nobody saw anything backtracking. So it sounds like whatever that, whatever that thing did is it either took off or the, the only thing that uh, from the descriptions that they were giving, perhaps somebody was taking a, 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 a night flight in a hot air balloon. Look, uh, there's no way in hell that w what we heard, for the most part, was people pondering um, quietly whether they were seeing a star or not, twinkling. Oh, they were definitely chasing something towards Brookfield. That's for certain. That's for certain is right. But here's what's interesting, too, is toward the end of the tape, the officer was observing the, uh, the jet planes, he, and, and he speculated they were from the military base. And still nothing from the FAA. So, so he was able to see the, uh, the jet planes. Well, actually, that tower that he was standing in is about two miles to the due east of it, and I'm sure he would have seen any plane coming in or taking off from that airport. Right, my, my, I was I was thinking that if you had the the uh, you know the coherence to to see a jet plane and contrast that with a star, oh, he was sure. also saying, "I see the stars, I see the jet planes, I see the UFOs." That's right, three of them. Sure. What what time did this apparently all happen? Well, the uh, the event itself, um, when I when I got the tapes, I was told that the tapes were um, uh, they began recording at, at midnight. And uh, uh, the tape reel was from the midnight to 6 a.m. time frame. Hmm. So we heard like about a six-hour event compacted down onto uh, you know a, a one tape. So well, we, we don't really have an accurate Venus uh, in the dead of night, you know. Yeah, we don't have the um, you know the reflection of real time. So this after. went this went on for six hours. Yes, the the, uh, the heated stuff happened within the first hour. The pursuit sequence, I believe, was within the second hour. And then I think from that point you hear uh, the random discussions and so forth happen for the rest of the night. Hmm. Huh. Remarkable stuff. It was quite a night. Uh, I've, I've wondered where was I on that night and questioned, you know, what you know what was I doing that night? Yeah, I wonder where I was that night. If I'd looked to the north, maybe I would have seen the whole thing. Maybe you would have. Yeah, indeed. All right. Have a good night, gentlemen. You too. Thanks, Thank caller. East of the Rockies, you're on the air with uh, Kenny Young and Art Bell. Hi. Good morning, Art. How are you? Just fine. Where Where are you? Columbus, Ohio. Oh, yeah, Ohio, all right. Got all your right. attention out there in Ohio, I see. Yeah, I got a friend that was on the department up there at the time. Oh, really? And uh, something no one knows about, you know, how you had uh, the fighters that basically scramble from the, the base right there. Obviously. Um, like the next day or so, DOD showed up, the Department of Defense, and uh, what? everything become hush-hush up there. Now, how do, you know, how do you know that? Uh, my friend was a deputy sheriff up there at the time, and he had friends on base, and everything was just locked up and sealed. You know, it sounds to me like you should be interviewed by Kenny Young. Kenny? If you could, uh, you know, I would like to, to talk to uh, talk to this person and get some details about this. And, uh, okay, uh, I'll have... see what I can do if I... Here's where I can get a hold of you off the air and stuff. Okay. Yeah, sure thing. And, uh, you know, I'd, even if uh, off the record or confidential, I'd like to uh, get some details about Kenny, that. Kenny, do you want to just go ahead and give out your email address? Okay, email address is ufo at fuse.net. 
That's F-U-S-E-Fuse? Yes. Dot net. And the website address is home.fuse.net forward slash UFO. All right, and there is, uh, for those of you who didn't get that, there's a link. Just go down to Kenny's name on my web website, Kenny Young, and you'll see the uh, the link right there, and you can send him an email. Is that uh, reasonable, caller? Oh, uh, yeah. No problem. All right, then, then please do. Now, that's interesting. Have you heard anything like that before? Well, gosh, you know, I, I got uh, when I got the tapes, um, I was told that there was some trouble uh, obtaining the tapes at first, that they were missing. Miss, uh, missing. When, they, when the officers finally did get the date of the event, they, uh, they went to retrieve the tapes and were kind of spooked when they found them missing. But I think they located a backup copy that was uh, retained somewhere else at the center. Oh, oh, really? That was interesting, and, and I, I kind of tried to follow up on that just a little bit, but I didn't really pursue it uh, in depth. Um, I didn't really, you know. How about that, though? You know, what can we say about that? Well, I, what can we say about all of this? But it was a night of an anatomy of a sighting, and I want to thank you, Kenny Young, for bringing it to us. We're out of time. Lord, thank you. And uh, it, I enjoyed it, it. it played out just right. Thank you, Kenny. Thank you. Good night. That's Kenny Young, and there you heard the real thing, the whole thing, what occurred in Trumbull County. And I guess, as always, you're adults, and you can make up your own mind. Listen, Sunday, Brad Steiger is going to be here on Dreamland. It's going to be quite a program. You don't want to miss it. For tonight, that's it. I'm Art Bell. Good night. Good night.